This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. The Wine and She Show is a Metaverse and NFT discussion interview series brought to you by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and host Ben68 and more cheats. Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. G'day and thanks for listening to or watching the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverse show. I'm Ben68 here with my co-host More Cheese, who's back from Vegas for episode 89, recording on Friday the 16th of June for Cheese, which is Saturday the 17th for me. Today we looked at a few Upland articles, as well as some non-Upland articles. Then we talked to Shaq about all her awesome projects and current and future. Absolutely. So you know what that means, sickos. Get yourselves ready to slide yourselves on into another Shaqtacular episode of The Worst Show Ever. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. One is a wanker, one's like it's Thomas, one's from Australia, one's from the Bronx. Talking about the metaverse and NFTs, interviewing all the real crypto geeks. Hello and welcome to the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverses show. I'm more cheese. I'm here with Ben 68 and Shaftelin. Shaftelin, hi, how you doing? Ben 68, another show. You have me back. <laughs> how was it to be without the cheese? You had the sun. Oh, look, she has the exclusive Vegas only t-shirt on. Pretty lady. Give us a little twirl there. Let's see. Let's see the goods. Okay. So you got the front there and then look at the back and if you zoom in close you might just see me ben and d tech that's hot see what you see. <laughs> yeah it's hot i love it that's i love hot. it i love it too it's awesome and how did you win that you won that at the cheese game or the cheese game the at, cheese your, game. at your at yeah. your i'm still yeah. going through the video i have edan playing the cheese game it was adorable it was cute oh did he win anything? He he didn't win. I was getting, I gave him a few buttons, I think, as a consolation prize. But he didn't want to take away from the community. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Has anybody claimed the Samurai sticker prize yet? Has anybody said that they had that no, in their bag? No, no. Okay. You might want to put that out there again. Then. Yeah, I'll put that out there. I'll, I'll tweet it. <clears throat> I'll have to tweet yeah. it. Or you could outline it now as well. Oh yeah! If anybody has in their bag that they won at the at the cheese table at the MVE table, a Samurai Surfer sticker, you won a Samurai Surfer statue that's worth two hundred thousand. What's your ticket number? I got the one, two, three, four. I got all five of the first numbers right. And then it's, <laughs> <laughs> and then it a... says sixteen. What's the winner? Seven? Seven and something else. Yeah, I'm trying I to gotta... find my 
Oh, you wrote it down? My, I did, but I don't know where my notes from the UD podcast went. We're so bad. <laughs> oh, they're in here somewhere. My notebook is just a mess. Ah, here we go. So oh. there was there was two tickets drawn, and these were for additional outdoor decor map asset prizes. It was going to be any item of your choice from the Samurai Aquatics showroom that wasn't a Samurai server. Uh, the ticket numbers are 977-5499 and 977-5507, I believe. So, oh, 09 and 07. All right. If that's you, hit up the cheese and claim your swag. I'm 16, which is a 7, if you think about it. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> well, if nobody claims the prizes by um next week, Tuesday, we might as well just I might as well pick two more tickets out, you know? Yeah, good idea. And keep yeah. going until we get a winner. Nice. What are you having your breakfast? Porridge. Yeah, porridge. <laughs> I love porridge. Oh, All put right. a little honey in there. Just a uh-huh. little bit. Soy milk. It's delish. Mm. Yes, definitely missed you on the show last week, but I did have some fun um, having a chat with my son, Keanu. That was a bit of fun. It um, was a cute episode. I actually got uh, Maya to listen back to it, and she was cracking up laughing. She was doing some stuff in the kitchen. I could hear her just laughing her head off. <laughs> She's got to come like, on the show next. <laughs> some, of, some of the absolute crap he comes out with is hilarious. Yes. Mrs. Ben. All right, so we've got a lot to dig into today. Um of course, including diving into Shacky Shack. Um, there's a few articles that are brought up for us to have a look at before we get kicked off there. So I'll bring the first one up now. So this one is now, Cheese, you're all about the Snoop Dogg, and I know you've reached out. Well, you made a really cool custom art piece for Snoop Dogg, trying to catch his eye. Uh, we know he's all about NFTs and getting involved in Web3. So here we've got an $11 million NFT auction and Snoop Dogg's evolving collection. Wow. Snoop Dogg is, he's got a whole bunch of NFTs that he's going to do something with as part of his summer tour, while at the same time, Sotheby's concluded a successful second 3AC NFT auction. So, yeah, Sotheby's held the live auction from its Grails collection made up of high-value NFTs. Now, this is interesting. Seized from bankrupt hedge fund. What? Three Arrows Capital. The sale featured hotly anticipated works like Dimitri Oldmates, The Goose, and bought in almost 11 million big ones. Wow. Wow. Snoop Dogg released a dynamic NFT collection tied to his upcoming music tour while the ApeCoin community, now this is interesting too, the ApeCoin community debated whether it made sense to pay each of its special council members a bit over 20000 US a month. What's that about? Well, I would assume just based on that. So ApeCoin is a fairly huge community. And they must have like, you know, we, you know how we have the leadership team as part of the UDU. Well, their leadership team is getting paid 20 grand a month. Wow. That's um, not a bad bad (laughs) ship to sail on. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So where's this NFT thing? So high stakes, several high value NFTs were up for auction leading to lively bidding wars that often far outpaced Sotheby's estimates. So that's cool. Uh, This goose NFT, whatever it is, was estimated to sell for two to 3 million, ultimately sold for 6.2 million. 
And some people have just far too much money. Far wow. too much money. Like, guys, I do really good NFTs. <laughs> oh, that's kind of incredible. Wow. And then another one, Tyler Hobbs's Fidenza, number 479, which was estimated to sell for 120 to 180K, sold for 622. Wow. All right. Well, good luck to them. <laughs> Yeah, and that's it. Says goes on to say that comes at a time when there's you know we're in the middle of NFT winter, crypto winter. You know the crypto is taking a hit as well. So yeah, that's impressive sales figures. All right, I'll let you take this next bit away, cheese, because you're about the DOWG. Dog Days of Summer. Rapper Snoop Doggy Dog has launched a new NFT collectible series that will evolve in utility as he goes on tour this summer. The Snoop Dogg Passport series will grant NFT holders access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive merch, art, and experiences from the music icon. Each NFT is available for purchase for about $42, which is not bad, or yeah. 0.025 E. That's actually pretty decent. I think it's a very smart way for, you know, Snoop Dogg is a, just a savvy businessman all oh, around. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's a very smart way to do things like uh, meet and greets and that sort of thing. If you can gate that keep with NFT purchase and you got to prove that on the day, I think that's a really clever way to get yeah. all that sort of stuff sorted out. So, no. How many are th is he making though? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to, well, it does have a thing there. Um, I'm not going to click on that because my computer will crash, but yeah, <laughs> I'll have to follow that. There is a link in the description. There's a link to the link in the in the article. So check that one out. Wow. Um, Evolution Revolution. What's this one? Dynamic NFTs has, have exploded in popularity in recent months, allowing digital assets to change over time and providing continuous and novel use cases for holders. Adidas, Jack Butcher, Mason Rothschild, and others have all recently released dynamic NFT projects. I love the Would way you, you said Adidas. Adidas. I love I love the way you said that. That's crazy. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. Dynamic NFTs. They've been around for quite a while in the wax in the wax community. Yeah. We know um, T. Davis T. and Davis. Sunny. Sanika. Yeah, they have a project that utilizes those. So I, I think they're cool. Yeah. Maybe it, it could be something like going back to the Snoop Dogg and the whole music thing. Like imagine you bought an NFT for a you know a backstage meet and greet sort of thing and once you'd completed that well it upgrades to some kind of different you know oh yeah kind of level there's there's it's literally endless what they could do there and then yeah that last bit says about the apecoin stuff it doesn't really say much there the apecoin foundation facilitates the governance process of the apecoin dow which pay each member of its special council yeah as we said 20k well, I mean, it depends on what they do. Like, do they keep, like, do they do they do the publicity for it, the marketing? Mm. Like, if they're constantly doing it and it's still really going forward, like, successfully, like, why not? I'll have to, um, I'll have to match that cheese and I'll triple your current pay rate. <laughs> triple zeros. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yes and i'll 10x my own pay rate how about that yes well shaggy what do you what do you think of all this are you a snoop doggy dog fan oh no, you're muted shaggy. you're muted <laughs> yeah i like snoop dog I... like 42 dollars that's not bad that's not bad no 
Yeah, and it's it's interesting that it doesn't say from forty two dollars, which is always a bit of a scam. Like there's one there for forty two dollars, and the rest of them are like at three hundred and eighty. Yeah, so no, that's pretty cool. Point oh two five ETH. I reckon I can probably find point oh two five ETH kicking around in a dusty old wallet somewhere. I have point oh nine. Nice. All right, next up we have. Ah, oh, it's going to reload. I love when it does this. I think this is enough. No, it's not up name one. One more. Now you know, you know all about this. The only thing that caught my eye was Binance and the Metaverse, but this the weekend. What's this all about? I got no finger on this pulse. I don't know what this is about. So I I'm not sure about this crypto powered world tour, which is currently in Europe, but I do know the weekend is in a an HBO show called The Idol, and <clears throat> The Idol is he it's got a few big names in there and one of them is uh lily rose johnny depp's daughter and from the scene some of the scenes i've seen it's really quite graphic people have compared it to a porno at times um which is really and it's (laughs) the weekend as you've not seen him ever before um, I, I personally would have not liked to know the weekend in that way. Um, <laughs> but I know Lily Rose did. She, um, the scenes I saw her, she is actually a great actress. Oh, cool. um, but yeah, I don't know if I'll be giving his show a watch, but in regards to this, uh, you know, crypto tour, Let's see. Cryptocurrency exchange giant Binance and pop artist The Weeknd have launched a specially created online space called the Metaverse Dimension. In an expansion of the pair's ongoing partnership, users of the web-based game game can take part in a treasure hunt challenge designed to unlock exclusive areas, content, and rewards and bring The Weeknd's creative, creative world to life in a new way. Per a press release, Per a press release, I'm really doing bad. In practice, it's a simple 3D experience in which players can explore a glossy world adorned with imagery from the weekend and Binance. <laughs> That's interesting that they're creating their own thing for this. Yeah, uh, we, we've talked about this. Is is the is the whole Web three space at risk of everybody trying to do everything independently? Um. And, there's like a thousand different things we got to sign up for. I'm hoping that people realize that's not the way sooner than later. And then, mm. you know, just kind of come to upland. <laughs> yes. Those entering the weekend's metaverse will get an avatar and a virtual outfit styled in campaign imagery and branding areas in the game, include a club room an art gallery, a Binance theme zone designed for web three and crypto education and a secret door. Completing Ooh. challenges will unlock access to a VIP area, VIP area and the stage as well. I think all of that is awesome. It's just, is every single artist going to have their own metaverse? It's just going to get out of control. So, yes, we need someone or something to step up and be the uh, be the unifying experience, I think. Yeah. There's no shortage of you know, clout, so who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Yada, 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 yada. So, no, I think it's interesting. Um, as I said, I don't know who the guy is, so 
it's not on my radar. Have you heard a song of his? He's been pretty mainstream on the radio. There's there's uh, one song that I really like from him. Um, let me see. It should come up for me again. What do you think, Shaq? Well, she's just searching that. What, what do you think about all of these different things creating their own metaverses for, in, you know, individual experiences? Well, <laughs> it's cool, but um, I really think things like we, we need to have more of a centralized metaverse experience, in my opinion. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully maybe they can all connect someday or something. But you should only have to, ideally, I'd like to just download one app and be in one place and have access to everything. Yeah, that's, if you're going to have to have a separate avatar and a separate profile for every sort of thing, it just kind of gets outrageous. So the whole selling point of, you know, Web3 is that you, you should be able to have one single digital profile that can, you know, jump in between all of the various projects. Yes, I agree completely. Yeah. How'd you go, Chase? Did you find it? Yeah, it's called Blinding Lights. It's really the the beginning. The guy's the guy's mouth is all covered in blood, and he's laughing like a maniac. It looks it looks cool. Uh, I don't know the 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 song itself. I put it in the comments if you want to hear it later. It's actually it reminds me of an '80s song, right? Yeah. Like an '80s yeah. kind of uh, vibe. Vibe, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I am stuck in the 80s, so who knows? It might pique my interest. Might, I'll check yeah, it out on the back end. Like All right, a couple of uplandy things to touch on. And, oh, shit, it's going to reload every single time. Upland and Nowhere announced partnership to transform social engagement in the metaverse. Now, we have seen this internally within the Upland community. Um, it's interesting that this is on blocktelegraph.io. That's fairly well-known respected um, mm -hmm. media outlet, should we say. So it's cool to see. And this is a recent article a couple of days ago by Lisa Gibbons. Upland Metaverse has announced a new partnership with Nowhere to reimagine digital interactions in the Metaverse. Nowhere is a virtual gathering platform that combines video chat and gameplay. So this is kind of what we're talking about with, with um, you know, the weekend and Metaverse experience as well. There's a lot of this stuff has already been built and fleshed out. It's kind of almost a shame that that's not being uh, leveraged or engaged with a bit more, but it's cool to see Upland digging their toes in. Trees, um, you're pretty pumped about the cafe situation. <clears throat> How about you, yeah. Shaki? Oh, I'm, I'm pumped. I saw, I went to my first cafe uh, two days ago, um, the one in Las Vegas, mm. uh, just to quickly see what it's like. And it's, just amazing to me how you can be in upland layer one and walk into a space where you can you know like you're in a space and you can be there with other people and you can look around and see the upland map it's that's cool like i haven't phenomenal. experienced this yet now I, I tried a couple of times in sf and it wasn't ready i believe they may have fixed oh. that up since so i'll have to play with that today yeah, I think it's good to have more of these sort of experiences uh, more directly tied to layer one. I think that's very important. And this is one of those ones that's going to be a, a big deal moving forward. Um, 
you know, I have a, there's a space in Midtown Terrace where I'd love to put a cafe up, but it depends on the footprint of the building. It's, it's one of those things. I, I don't know. What do you think? Have you looked at the size of the cafe structure? It seems to be about apartment building size. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So if that's the case, I'll be able to fit one in somewhere. So that would be so that's cool. I have to yeah. wait and see. But yeah, it'd be cool to be able to run shows out or whatever from them. Um, what are we going to go to Creedmore and go into their cafe for some creepy Halloween <laughs> shows people put on? It would be so, so cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So in quotes, it's got here, we're thrilled to introduce cafes as a major milestone in our vision to enable communities to easily conduct and share experiences in Upland, says Idan. Um, with this innovation, we are solidifying our position as a leader in the metaverse by expanding opportunities for our communities and brand partners to fully immerse themselves in 3D environment. And cafes are just the beginning. That sounds positively ominous. <laughs> like it. Yeah, I hope they do something for cafes as, as well. Like, um, like if you have a cafe, you could bring stuff into your store, like a little area people could shop from, and and you get kind of like a, uh, generate Upix that way. Like people can come and buy stuff in Upix and this, this, and that. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I mean. It is still going to be, by the looks of it, it is still going to be tied to the MetaVenture application process. Yeah. Um, there has been a lot of grumbling in the community about how heavily gatekept that has been up until this point. But I do know, and I'll, we'll touch on this in a minute, um, Upland has said they've, they've made um, significant improvements in that process. And there was a vast swathe of MetaVentures got approved yesterday. So it appears now that they do indeed have that all sorted out and they're releasing them now, the backlog in big, massive batches, which is very good to see. Yeah. Especially now that um, Neighbourhood Ratings is becoming more of a something that the community is focusing on, um, yeah, to free up the application and approval process for MetaVentures kind of levels the playing field there a bit as well. Um, transforming, yeah, I don't think we'll dive into too much. I think everybody who's in the Upland community has got their heads around cafes, and if you're not, you can click the link in the description. <laughs> All right, now, here's another <laughs> article on blocktelegraph.io, and this is another recent article came up the other day. Oh. Nice. Inside the Metaverse, Tim Shrave, Upland player. Mm, that's so t-m-s-h-r-v of the diamond empire oh really yes oh cool oh so busy upland player tim shrave talks to Gillian godsell about his experience in the metaverse you want to take that away chase how would you describe the upland community in terms of its value culture and diversity the Upland community is incredibly diverse and inclusive with members from all walks of life and backgrounds, including a vibrant and active community of Upland players in Brazil. <clears throat> in terms of values and culture, the community places a strong emphasis on collaboration, which is true creativity and innovation. Members are encouraged to work together to build and grow the virtual world while also expressing their unique perspectives and ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a massive Brazilian community. There is a fairly healthy um, Japanese community as well that they must be super pumped to get Tokyo up and running. 
yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that release helps to, you know, strengthen, expand um, that kind of aspect. I would love to see this year in Upland, um, I would love to see some kind of Oceana release, which is strange. We haven't heard anything about, you know, anything being released in Australia or New Zealand or as part of the FIFA World Cup yet. I feel like they will. I feel like I feel like they they needed to put this out first. And then what when is that in August? The FIFA World Cup, the ladies' cup. It's on July 20th. Oh Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, So they got a month. So yeah, you never know. And so obviously I'd like to, and you know, that's kind of a bit selfish as well. I'd love to have something in Australia. That would be nice. Um and I would love to see, you know, we have had some We've had an area in the Arab kind of Arab, Arab um, part of the world. I'd love to see an African city released. I think that would be really cool. We've mm-hmm. had Europe. We've, you know, we're getting Asia. India. India, yeah. Well, well there is a in massive Asia. Indian community. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There is, definitely. Yes. So, yeah, that'd be cool to see. Um, this article is quite lengthy, so we won't touch on all of it. Let's see if there's any juicy stuff in here. What do you think are the most important factors that contribute to a strong and supportive community with Upland engagement? Bingo, bango, bongo. <laughs> Shaq, you can speak to that as somebody who's come in and I don't know how many fingers you've got, but they're in a lot of pies. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have gotten into too many pies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to start using your toes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, user experience, UX, and open communication are all important factors in building a strong and supportive community with Upland. When members are actively engaged in the platform and feel a sense of ownership and responsibility for access, they are more likely to contribute to community in meaningful ways. A positive UX can help to create a sense of belonging and connection with the community, encouraging members to stay engaged and invested in the platform's success. Yeah. And I think it's important, like um, with yourself, Shaq, you're involved in so many different projects. I know, Cheese, you're all over the place as well. I've I've made a concerted effort in the last six months to start dialing back a bit of my involvement in some peripheral projects because I want to I was just stretched too thin, you know. I can't engage everywhere in everything. So, you know, I have been reaching out to the various node communities and saying, look, um, I'd love to get these properties that I hold back into your hands. So it's one of those things. But it's it's very important, I think, to have a wide range of things you're involved in that you see it a lot with people that they get in these little echo chambers, whether it be little discord communities and the classic case is somebody has some sort of drama and some sort of fud associated with them and they just poison the crap out of that community. And it's very easy to fall into that trap and get yourself wrecked. Yeah, Um, totally. So so it's important to have different viewpoints. I think, um, you know, what do you, what do you call it? Raging partners or something like that is very important. <laughs> Venting partners, you know. Venting partners, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have multiple streams of being able to engage with different people, this, that, and the other thing. So I think um, especially between the three of us that are in this chat here, we have created enough of a kind of community web, especially you guys that have, you know, physically met a bunch of these people in person where, whether it be upland problems or I'm sure you would reach out to people if there was some personal, you know, the community has evolved to to such an extent that there are true friendships formed, you know, 
It's it's not something that's just your internet friends or whatever. Yeah. No, it's real. It's real. It's totally real. Absolutely. So uh, in your opinion, how has Upland been successful in fostering a sense of community among its users without going into what his answer is? What, What do you think? What's your response to that if you were asked that question? Well, so like, all right, so a sense of community, <clears throat> I want, I love Upland. I don't think they had anything really to do with it. <laughs> I think the community themselves 100% had everything to do with it in the sense where they, they saw things that they wanted to be in a platform and they didn't want to kind of wait on, on Upland to do it. And so they kind of brought it upon themselves to do it and then that created people being interested and that that was like all right come on to my team let's work together and I think it came from that initially um do I think Upland is wrong for having the community create the stuff that they're lacking no because I feel like if we didn't do it a company would do it, a corporation would do it. And why not put it into the community's hands when they know the game more than any, anybody else to create this stuff. And why shouldn't the community get the kickback from that? You know, like people who are coming out with level two, like Shaq and, and Slav and Desjack and, and noise to meet you and up, uh, up Lando and, uh, TML and Grom, Grom, Grom Bridal, yeah. Grom Bridal, like these pe- and more. Like if I forgot your name, please don't be angry with me. <laughs> All of you, like I think it's just amazing that <clears throat> they're putting the work in, and they're gonna see, like they're gonna see that their contribution not only means something to Upland and the community, but they're going to get what the corporations would have gotten and i mm. i love that it's staying in the community instead of going to third party nice how about yourself Shaq? well um i wasn't here in the early days of upland but having come a year and a half ago i mean the first thing that i noticed was uh the player generated content like you know, the the design winners for the Christmas ornaments, for example. And that's not something a gaming company has to do. Yeah. So they were giving opportunities to the community and kind of saying, you, you guys are important uh, early on, at least whenever, you know, winter of 21. Um, and they set up a discord server at some point and hired community moderators um and they watch some of some of these broadcasts and then they host genesis week which they don't have to do and so i see them doing things that do support and help help strengthen the community yeah absolutely um I, th- I think, uh, yeah, I was I was started off back in the Telegram days and one of the ways that they fostered a sense of community was they quickly realised that the community had outgrown that as a platform, yeah, and they went the extra mile and 
switched over to Discord. I hated the move at first. I was like, <laughs> oh, this sucks. But once you get your head around it, you know, yeah, it's it's definitely for the better. I think also you're right that Upland, you know, sometimes we whinge that they, and whine that they don't really have their finger on the pulse of the community as much as we would like them to. Yet they still, I think they still touch on most of the main bullet points. Like you could even think of things like them taking on our node terminology, like just accepting that that is something that's, you know, ingrained in the community now and them just taking that on board. You know, that's, that helps to foster a sense of community as well. Like that they do listen, they do um, respond to how things evolve, adapt and evolve in the community. So yeah, I think it's all pretty good. Um, Could it be improved? Yeah, of course. That's like anything. Um, anything could be yeah. yeah absolutely anything <clears throat> i think that's good let's see what he says upland has been successful in fostering a sense of community through several initiatives that aim to connect and engage its members for example the platform regularly hosts events and challenges yada yada, yada. encourage members to work together and showcase their creativity yep all of those points we touched on additionally upland maintains a vibrant social media preference regularly posting updates and engaging with its followers yep 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 this keeps <laughs> This helps to keep members informed about new features and updates as well as providing a space for them to connect to. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, Upland's development team is highly engaged and responsive to feedback from the community. Ooh, are they? Well, yes and no. Yes and no. Um, yeah, all right. It takes a while for them to get back to you. But yeah. d- just this last recent thing with the uh, cap, Yeah. they definitely listen. And they compromised. Like, yeah. I could see it. Like, it, as long as you don't, you know, DM them and, and you know, curse them out or threaten them, yeah. you're, you should be fine. Yeah, the only reason I really balked at that is because we know we have, now we have a dedicated feedback um, kind of avenue to submit feedback to. And there's some of the ones there that have been upvoted to the, the highest upvoted of all time posts and there's crickets on those but yeah yeah <clears throat> some some things take more time than others so, yeah uh, all these initiatives combine to create a vibrant and supportive community within upland uh where members are encouraged to collaborate and contribute to the growth of the platform absolutely yep nobody can argue with that point by actively engaging with its community and creating opportunities for members to connect and collaborate upland has been able to build a platform that is not only innovative and exciting but also highly supportive and inclusive for sure uh, what role do you see the community members playing in shaping the direction and the growth of Upland as a platform? I think we've already touched on that. You know, all three of us here are heavily involved in UGC. Uh, did you happen to get your, the Toshack, did you get any MetaVentures approved as part of that push that went through yesterday? Um, not that I know of. Um, mm. Tosshead does have a factory approved. I have a factory approved. Sweet. And I have a showroom, ornament showroom that yep. um, that I think has a bug or something. So it has never operated. Oh, no. Um, and so I need to <clears throat> shout to Upland about that. Um, Can I ask that's a question? If it's secret, like, will the building ornaments factory have a nice, uh, pretty sexy corset for the tall buildings? I wish that would be so awesome. Do it, make it happen. I want to buy some. <laughs> so maybe a gold for 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 Bronxdale. Mm. There you go. Ooh, the Bronxdale corset. Cheesy. Ooh, we dress, should make a yeah. cheese corset. 
Oh, even better. Oh my that God. Would be awesome. Yes. I want it sparkly. I want it to be <laughs> cheese with the holes. Yes. yes oh, that yes. would be so <laughs> sorry. I've got to mute. You're all right. <coughs> yeah. The, yeah. You're speaking about bugs. Um, It is a new kind of oh. thing that's all kicking off. So there will be bugs. And I talked to cheese before we got kicked off. Um, I'm at the moment, I'm actually trying to actively break our factory in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm trying to better test for the team. I've almost completely filled up the inventory lot with, um, you know, manufactured outdoor decor map assets. So I want to see what happens when the factory lot is full and yet the factory is still trying to pump them out, minting them at full speed. So I'm actually trying to break stuff so that they can, <laughs> you know, so that well, the team can get that data and work it out. Yeah, because it's supposed to stop. Supposed to, but there's yeah. been a lot of bugs that we've found by just like, well, yeah, you said that was going to happen, but actually this happened. Yeah. Okay. So I think um, you can test certain things in the sandbox, but you don't really know until you test it live on the actual platform. So. Right. Watch this space. So I'll, I'll let everyone know how that goes. So we're nearly there. I think probably another week or two and the inventory <coughs> lot will be full and we'll see what happens. So that's cool. How has being part of the Upland community impacted your overall experience with the platform? Well, I can answer from my experience. If it wasn't for the Upland community, I don't think I would have kept playing the game, especially yeah. not in the very, very early days. There was not a lot that kind of captured your attention. So, well, you were lucky you met me, Ben. Well, that's true. I mean, like you to you nearly imploded several times and then the cheese, I've said this, Ad nauseum, cheese come along with their cheesy glue and stuck it all back together again. Blobs <laughs> of cheese off and just stick it together. Yeah, so absolutely. I always give you props for that whenever I get the opportunity to do so. So, Aww. and yeah, that's from my perspective. I know cheese, you kind of came in after that, and then Shaq, of course, you kind of came in when the community was very much established. So we all come from different perspectives on that one. Yeah, and. Yeah, I don't know. Did you have anything to add there? I mean, it, it as far as I'm concerned, the community is the Upland experience. Yeah. Yes, very much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All like, right. what other game? What other phone game is do you, is out there that you can get together in Vegas and like hang out with them, or you can start meta yeah. ventures with, or you could do this with, or you could do that with, and and um. Oh God, I had another thing to say. Like, Jesus, yeah. it'll come back to me. But yeah, oh, like what other what other phone app game will take you to a really awesome, nice dinner if you're like one of the top investors in the game? Like to me, yeah. that's crazy awesome. Yeah, it's it's definitely next level sort of stuff like um i've created online communities for different mobile games in the past i created a for the uh, stickman golf series i even created a community for the badland game and that team eventually took over our forums they made it the official forums and this that and the other thing but yeah to doing live events and you know user generated content and all that that sort of stuff that's a completely different level yeah. altogether well you know what's cool is Lindsay, the head of marketing after she met with Uplanders in the one-on-one -on -one interviews to get their feedback about the game, she had a realization about how important the community is. And she is out there 
uh, reaching out to community members and joining, like last night, she was on the Epics podcast third anniversary show. And she is really engaging because uh, a light bulb went on in her head about uh, the Upland is the community and that the community should really be a focus. Well, I'm glad okay, you, that- I'm glad mm-hmm. you said that because I sent her um, a message welcoming her when when all of this was in in March, and she never responded to me. And I asked her to tell me more about this thing that she put in um, in her Twitter, and she never responded to me. And then after the Upix uh, UPX. I want to say UPX World, UPX podcast last night. I guess she saw everybody who was interacting and whatnot and who was um, active. And she sent me uh, a follow on Twitter. So I follow her back. And and I, I um, yeah, you could be mad at people. You could stay, you could stay a certain way and hold, like hold a grudge. But if you see people getting better and making making better choices and, and then um, realizing which direction to go. I think you should, you should just like disregard your, your previous feelings of that and just go forward with the new. And I appreciate, I really did appreciate that, uh, that she did, you know, come out and follow and whatnot. Yeah. It's been cool to see she's put it out there too. Like if you're say I'm in Australia, right. She said, if you want to set up your own in-house event, we'll send you swag. We'll give you a budget to, you know, put food and all that sort of stuff. She, they've actually put that out there. So yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, it's amazing. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. And that's the end of that article. So that ties in good. So get on there and check that itself. And that's, it's cool to see that some upland players are, you know, as she said, Get on out there, get engaged, and get some more articles. Yes, please. Because there are is some fight about that we have to contend to. Now, Keanu and I touched on this briefly. I know this has been debated heavily in the community already, so we're not going to dive into this at yeah. length here. So there was this article that was put out on CryptoTicker.io. It has since come to light that CryptoTicker was some sort of <laughs> – was setting up to be some sort of partnership related to Germany, like, was it three years ago or something? Yeah, I, I forgot yeah. who put it out there, but someone put it in yeah. um, the general Upland chat that Dirk put, oh, um, going to partner with CryptoTicker uh, for Germany and this, this, and that, and it was um, dated three years ago. Yeah, I, I think I said in the... It might have been the UDU server. I said, well, if, if this response is any indication of their mindset as Dirk and then we're probably smart not to get to in, into bed with them because this is this is not the way that you go about offering constructive feedback. It's, yeah, it's, it's not spiteful, it's bitter. personal, yes. it's bitter. Um, <laughs> it sounds like it was written by an angry teenager. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely yes. unprofessional and embarrassing. For yeah, the thing is it... it, it does touch on a couple of very important points. It just goes about it in the completely the wrong way. Yeah. So the, yeah. The, their whole message is negated by the, you know, by the atmosphere that they've created around it, which is a shame because, you know, this constructive feedback is extremely valuable as somebody who has done game development in the past. You know, when you get negative feedback, it stings, it burns, 
But if it's delivered in the right context, it can be a great avenue for making positive change. But this is not it. Yep. So instead no, of diving no, in, garbage, garbage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> instead of diving into this, I'd like to have a look at it. One of the responses that was put forward to this on Twitter from somebody that I've had a long history with this fella. I am God. I am. We have gone at it in discord. We've gone at it in Twitter. Um, it's been quite ugly between us at times. We since, you know, we continued the lines of communication. We worked out our differences and we sorted it all out. Um, but yeah, this is, I think this is really good. I'll, I'll have the link in the description for this too, but yeah. Um, here he's gone on to say, I had the misfortune of reading a poorly worded article from the illustrious journalist at CryptoTicker about the Upland, me and one of its co-founders, Dirk Luth. Um, my response to this dribble, um, again, I'm not going to dive into all this because it is quite a lengthy response. But yeah, if you want to find out how to better go about it, then come over and check this out because this, this is a very positive response <laughs> to some of the many negative claims. I like that their claim from the outset seems more fit for a dramatic soap opera than yeah. an impartial assessment. Absolutely. Yeah, and the, the, he, he, he makes several important points here like this one. They've accused Upland of prioritizing profit over innovation. Well, yeah, duh. They're, they're a company. They have to keep the lights on in the office. Yeah. 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 Yes. That's such a great sentence. Isn't it striking how a business reliant on profit for survival is criticized for pursuing it? That's yeah. a beautiful. Yeah. Sentence. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I am God. I am. He did a great job with this. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I definitely recommend everybody going to his Twitter and checking it out and giving it a like. Yes. This, and again, there's heaps of good points in here. Their complaint, uh, their complaint about a lack of meaningful gameplay borders on the absurd. They dismiss the hundreds of thousands of players who daily engage in buying, selling, trading virtual properties. Could the lack of meaningful gameplay be a reflection of their own misunderstanding? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's very good. Um, I'll see. I forget the... Yeah, lastly, their portrayal of Upland as a stronghold of broken promises and exploitation is comically skewed. They skewed. They seem to forget that Upland maintains a clear and openly communicated roadmap that they're faithfully followed. Disappointment with the pace of progress doesn't signify a malicious plan against the community. That's a very, very important point. Yeah. 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 There's there's things in the roadmap that have been there forever, like cafes and arcades and this, that, and the other thing. Well, yeah. Just because they haven't come through to fruition yet doesn't mean they won't or they've been forgotten about so and that's again it's not a malicious thing um they I just want to get it right or get it as right as they can <laughs> and as i've talked about ad nauseum too it's the easy part is to have ideas and to put them out there hey we want to do x and we want to do y well when it comes down to the crux of it this is um highly uh emerging technology so a lot of the things upland's setting out to do it's it's never been done before and they're waiting for things like the nowhere platform. Okay. Now that somebody has created this, now we can work together with them and bring in cafes because to create that system entirely for, from themselves is a hell of a lot of work and requires a significant amount of, you know, time, money, energy. So it's like, um, was it, who's the, who was the director of avatar? Didn't he famously wait like, 10 years to do the first movie and then he's waited another 10 years to do the other ones because the vision he had in his head, the technology wasn't available yet or something. 
I think it was James Cameron, isn't it? Is that him? I haven't seen Avatar yet. Yeah. They made a second one. I think they've made the second, third, and fourth one. Or what? Made a whole bunch of oh, my yeah. God. All right. I got to see it. Yes. So I think that was really good. Good on you. I am God. I am. Oh, I found it. Yep. Yeah, let me pick oh, it up. Oh, I haven't done Sherry screening. I always forget to do that. Oh, I? I did this time. Oh. Remember? Oh, you're doing it. Yeah. Sorry. I see. Good. So I forgot. You forgot. Ha, ha, ha. Ha. So pretty much here. Um, uh, somebody. This is El Rebelito. Yeah. I saw, he goes, I, I saw Dirk posted this, uh, November 26, 2020. Hello everyone. Some additional information from me too. Our partnership promotion with crypto ticker C above is one of the first actions we are doing in a German speaking area. We are planning more things for next year. So yeah, yep. basically what it is, is <clears throat> they decided to not go through with the partnership and, you know, that's just like, you know, an, an X being salty. <laughs> Pretty much. And yeah, we, we don't know the reason why that partnership fell through. But as I said, if the response is any indication, that's a very smart move. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. All right, a couple of quick um, self-promotional kind of things to kick off on. I did um, post this last night. Um, let me pull it up. So as you may have known, I've been on a massive rampage the last six months to start to rebalance my profile. So I have, I finally, last night, I cracked under the 4,000 properties mark. So that's 2,000, over 2,500 properties I've managed to flip out of my account. And I've got about a thousand more to go before I reach my target. Um, they, I has forget who it was. Has your What's dividends that? suffered because of it? A little bit, but yeah, I, I had this. There was somebody commented to something in something in Upland General. I was talking about the other night. They're saying, "Oh, well, you're just you're just saying that because you don't want it to affect your bottom line when you're when you're um, quietly kind of checking out of the game." which I thought was hilarious, you know, because we've talked about that. There's other well-known members of the, com the community who, for whatever reason, they want to sell out and they just fud the shit out of the game while ben they're at the same leaving. time. Ben, if well, Ben leaves, I will go to Australia. No, that's, this is getting to my point. I will kill him, stuff him and do. No, okay, don't, don't even put that vibe out Bernie's. there. Yeah, like, we, we've had people who legitimately do want to bail out and they fud the <laughs> crap out of it at the same time while they're selling it. So we've always said, well, if you were smart, you would keep things positive while you quietly sold it out. So it, it may look like that. But if you look at my net worth, my net worth hasn't changed. Yeah. So for me to sell two and a half thousand properties and my net worth has dropped about three million. What does that tell you? Yeah, we're here forever. It's we're going to be here like in our 70s. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, cheese. Uh, the Powerball jackpotted to a hundred million for next week. If I um, if I land that, what, what you're gonna be bored in in a week? You're gonna be like, oh my god, I gotta bored. go back. I would never be bored. You'd be bored. Maybe. Yes. So, you know, there is plenty of opportunities to still buy, sell, and trade in this game. There is some healthy liquidity in the markets. You just got to be realistic about your sales target. You can't expect to buy something and then, you know, 
three weeks later, sell it for 2X. Some of these properties that I'm flipping now, I've held for two years or more. And I'm making, you know, 135%. It's it's not, you're not talking massive, massive profits here. So, you know, what's that Guns N' Roses song? Something about patience. Little patience. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing to talk about. Oh, the other thing is I mentioned this <laughs> on the UDU podcast and I've since put it out there. We are currently running a campaign for Midtown Terrace. We're just having a bit of fun, see if we can push the neighbourhood rating score. Um so anybody who switches their residence over to Midtown Terrace between now and June 25th, and they hold that there until July 5th, uh, they'll earn themselves a samurai surface statue. Um, we've started to move a few people around internally with the UDU. I've put out a whole bunch of DMs as well um, and had some good response to that. Uh, I had some people wondering if we're pushing to try and get the number one spot for this month. I mean, that would be nice, but I think, uh, I don't think it's going to play out that way. Basically. And it's, it's kind of come at a weird time. Like the, the purpose of this was to see how, how changing the amount of residents that, that are there affects the score because we've Midtown Terrace can't do any more as far as, um, spark hours for construction. It's built out as much as as weekends. It's like, 86% 86% or something at the yeah. moment. Um, there's decor everywhere. So there's not a lot we can do in that respect. Um, we only had, at that point, we had one MetaVenture and Mossy Jake Spark Exchange. But then we had, um, I've had another mentor, uh, another MetaVenture approved yesterday. So that will change the score as well. So this was really about a push just to see how that affects it. So if we do get in a position where we're a bit closer in that, you know, two or third spot, then maybe we can do this again and run for a significant push. So we'll just wait and see. It's a bit of fun. And this is this is the first time we've done any sort of coordinated push to try and boost the score at all. So we'll just have to wait and see. So, so do you think that a MetaVenture uh, increases scoring automatically on its own or do you think it's just the amount of epics moving through it that has the effect it must have something to do probably with both i think because we only had one meta venture in midtown terrace but we've put 30 million upex volume through that meta venture which is massive and then you've got other communities like the the very well established howard beach which is currently leading I believe they have like six MetaVentures or something in their node. So, yeah, it has to weigh in heavily because I don't believe their construction percentage is up that high and there is some decor about, but not a huge amount. So, yeah, it must factor in completely. And I was talking to Green Turtle last night about this in DMs as, you know, because I reached out to him as one of the people that has property in Terrace. Terrace. Um, he's got stuff going on with some other nodes, so he's not going to take part, but... Yeah, it's, it's we, we don't know. I mean, the fact that we don't know any of the mechanics behind how this is all calculated is, I think it's just stupid. You know, let us know the rules that we're playing by so we can, we can have more fun. You're talking about engaging the community. Well, what would engage the community more than knowing exactly how to, how to boost your scores? Maybe they're worried that people are going to game the system too much. I'm not sure, but yeah. I agree. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Along with getting the neighborhood lines and the property details 
more than an hour or so before the cities get released. I'd love to go back to that kind of system too, where we had neighborhood lines and properties visible, you know, weeks before the city released. So I love, I love uh, Upland's um, response to if you only meant four properties in every city release, like I do now, at least three of those four are guaranteed to fill a collection there. So he put like the shark tank of the guy like taking notes. <laughs> oh, that was my, that was <laughs> my, my reply. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So if you are in the UDU team and you want to get involved, uh, ping us in general and we'll get you an MTU property. You can jump over if you're not in the UDU, but you do have an MTU property. Um, yep. You can get involved as well. Just let me know so I can make sure that you're part of that snapshot and you will earn yourself a samurai sofa statue, which they're all fully manufactured now. So once they're all out and about, that's it. There'll be no more supplies. So. That's pretty good. And what else have I got? Oh, one more thing. I have spoken about this a couple of times now. Um, yes, very thankful to Upland. I did have three MetaVentures approved, um, three additional MetaVentures approved last night. So I got the emails. Approved, Samurai Aquatics and Decor LA. That's a new showroom in LA. There's another one in Chicago. And, of course, we have what I am was very happy about was the Midtown Terrors. We finally got a block explorer shop in Midtown Terrace. Yay. Uh, there we go. That's Midtown awesome. Terrace. And I put up every single one of my block explorers for sale last night, except for my custom one. So Let's see those prices. I, they're all on the floor. So I went to a blend.me, except oh. for the Halloween zombie. That's really out there because that's one of my favorites. It's only a, it's a closer mint four or four. Yeah. So everything else is at the floor. So wow, there's some good bargains there. Yeah. But yes, and there is still some room if you're in San Francisco and you want to list the Block Explorer. I haven't played around with that system myself, but um, happy to That's do that. That's really yeah, cool. Heaps of there, five bucks. And it was interesting to see $5 is the floor that you can, you know, how um, in properties, $3 is the lowest you can do. Well, $5 is the lowest you can go on Block Explorers, yeah. which, which I wasn't aware of. So that's interesting to see. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. And including, like I said, there's like an OG ghost from the original Halloween um, celebration. That's only a hundred bucks. There's an OG pumpkin, you know, blah, 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 blah. Heaps of bargains. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yes. <clears throat> uh, very happy to get that. And I do have an another application outstanding, which is Midtown Terror's uh, structure ornament showroom. That's, that's just, that's in the neighborhood just below Midtown Terrace Diamond Heights. So. Hopefully that comes through as well because I spent God knows how many hours moving all those little crates over to that showroom spot. So Tech and I are going to be really busy. Hopefully <laughs> that wasn't all for not. As I said, I've completely burnt myself out moving those. I can't wait for the transportation mechanics. I'm ready to pay some cheddar to get it done automagically. Yeah. But then she said, careful what you wish for because it'll probably be just as bloody laborious to set it all up. Yeah, so I'm thinking of like I have to start – thinking of uh i have to get vtech stuff done and now i got it well yours is going to be more fun since yours is terror um oh, i keep blurring but it's fun yeah. i like it. it's art it's art it's fun yes all right well that's enough about me and about what we've got going on enough blurbage time to dive into some meat push Back potatoes attack. aside dead in, dead in. <laughs> How are you gonna say that? Shack attack. Shack. Hey. Oh my god. So 
Player of the year. That's freaking amazing. Congratulations on that. Congratulations on the uh, ladies. Nice. Meta look soccer. at this. A wow. ladies meta soccer. <laughs> look at you. You look so amazing there. Aww. You look like you're singing. You look like you're you're in the band. <laughs> busting it. Busting a tune to X1. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's he's bringing you a guitar. Yeah, it totally looks like that. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes, massive wow. congratulations. Jack Sorry, Chase, I bring that up and screwed you in the midst. I know you did. I'm like, ooh, what's yeah. this? <laughs> All right. Thank Back you. Out. So, so the the player of the year. That's totally amazing. You deserved <laughs> it. I know they had like a clip of of people, uh, the lady going around asking people, "Who do you think?" And I'm like, Shaq. No, <laughs> uh, I mean everybody. Everybody who was up for it was definitely belonged there. They were amazing. They did great. But if you look to see who who was the person that, like, I I love you because you're helping everybody. Like, I recommended somebody to you because I didn't have enough time. And you totally went through this guy's whole big thing and you decided to help him. I mean, he wasn't nominated, but you put yourself out there. You just gave time to this person. And that's what you do. You give of yourself to the community and you completely deserved it. And um, I I want to talk about this game because I Ooh, can't wait to play don't jump it. There yet. Okay, you, you've given Shaq some flowers. You got to let me give her some flowers. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yes, um, I've I've said to the, I've said this to Shaq a couple of times, I believe. Uh, what I think is, you know, aside from being involved in all the projects, I think what's really amazing from my perspective is to like when Shaq when Shaq came in, um, you know, that's the Upland community was heavily clicked. Like there's these little clicks and there's so much history, so much drama that's going on in the background. But Shaq has, first of all, she's been open to, she's been open to positively digesting a lot of that information. And rather than to dive into any one click, she's taken on a very, whether it's by nature or, you know, a specific focus, actively kind of and tirelessly work to start rebuilding some of those bridges between the various clicked communities. Yes. I think yes. that's, that's definitely something that I appreciate, appreciate personally, but that ultimately benefits the entire ecosystem. I think so. Yeah. Massive uh -huh. props for that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank right. you. Take it away, Chase. Now you can have your mic. <laughs> well, uh, what do you want to say, Shaq? Just the, your positive kind words from both of you mean a lot to me. I, I have you guys up on pedestals. So thank you. You deserve, you. It. You deserve you. it. Seriously. <laughs> like you put all of us up on a pedestal and I appreciate your work in the community and you deserve it. You know, um, the game my, now, when your game was being put up there, uh, my husband turned around to me and goes, I really like this one. I'm very impressed with it. Oh yeah. So thank I you, was Sally. like, thank you so much. <laughs> Mr. Cheese. <laughs> Everybody Jean. was calling him Mr. Cheese. I loved it. But yeah, Soli was so impressed with it. And like, is there anything you could tell us about this? Like, um, when, when do you plan on bringing it out or is it still hi like highly in the works, like adding stuff to it and this, this and that? 
We are planning to launch it on July 20th. Oh, that's so cool. That's the, around the oh, corner. It's up the opening of the FIFA Women's World Cup. And so it. we really want to coincide with that. Um, we've got some things to get in place. And part of it hinges on Upland's ability to get our dev shops launched. But that's the goal. That's the goal. Get yeah. it? The goal. <laughs> goal. Yeah. That's the goal. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. No, it looks very, very awesome. Yeah, and I said this to you in DMs too. Like, mad props for, you know, for being willing to get up there and lead this hackathon project and you know, get up there and do the spiel. Like, you know, I've I don't know how many hours, hundreds of hours cheesing I would have broadcasting, but to get up there live like that, that is a completely different sort of that's yeah. a completely different. Guy. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I yeah. was so scared. Yeah. I really well, was. You certainly held it all together and it certainly wasn't noticeable. You kicked ass. Yes, Thank you. you did. I, I I was so relieved when it was over. I can imagine. I love that little sassy part in there. Like, oh, you came up with this thing and then you just totally like dropped it. And like, so we're going to give some utility to it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's like it. Uh, I haven't I haven't sold any of my legit well i mean i mean the initially i did i for the the big amounts but i still have a lot and i was looking forward to this hackathon to you know kind of uh see what they can do for me in regards to gameplay and i'm excited for it yeah me too me too the um project that um <laughs> that hacker and soren uh, brought for fifa too like between ladies meta soccer and i don't remember what theirs was called but um between those two um it would be great to see the fifa legit market get revitalized yeah definitely yeah. now um not only do you have ladies meta soccer but you're also working with different groups on different things do you want to talk more on that um well of course we have the toss shack toss shack yes and that you are wearing the the oh my word I, I keep too many edibles corset during uh genesis week and it looked amazing on you and it was a great way to market that you know people were like oh wow you know she looks amazing like i want to see myself like that you know and i thought it was incredible you you looked powerful you looked strong you know um and did he get any kind of like um, additional, like any rush of sales after that or something? Well, not that I'm aware of. And I missed the opportunity or I, I couldn't <coughs> find the right opportunity. Everything was going around. Stand up and that. say, you know, like, you know, I would like to thank Corset Story who provided my wardrobe for this event. Um, so that didn't happen. But, yeah. you know, I think... Uh, the corset is a memorable look and people notice, you know, whether I wear it on your shows or in Genesis week and the, you know, people are going to become aware of corset story. Yeah. It's a London based company that ships worldwide. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. And and you so you had it shipped to you. How much are the shipping costs? Are they fair? Well, because I was wearing them for the purpose of marketing corset story, they were shipped to me for free. Okay, yes. all right. And I I did order some corsets that I paid for also, and I don't recall shipping costs. But let me say this. There's a special going on, Ooh. and it's probably going to last another month or two, but it's six for one. Oh, wow. And yeah, corsets, they're six not Six for one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a warehouse clearance sale. Um, he had wow. way too much in his warehouse, and so he's just trying to move them. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. I love that. I love that. Now, did Tosshead get back to you this morning? No. Oh, 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 yes, he did. He did. He said that our models for the Toss Shack are secret right now. Okay. Because I was they, just going to ask. They revealed later. Yeah. yeah. Because there, there, there is a way within the P3D um, thing. You, you can go and look at anybody's models. And I'm actually scrolling through myself looking now. There's some incredible stuff coming out. But yeah, we won't share that without approval, of course. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So, and I already. Yeah, big, big things on the way. And yeah, and more big things on the way. Because I know something that you're you're gonna be uh coming out with i can't say we can't say it but it's it's something really uh, yeah. awesome yes there's there's that big thing and then there's the other big the thing, other big thing. Said, <laughs> but i'm under nda me and, and me um, shack are like the busiest freaking people ever i love it yeah there's the other thing that i'm working on which is also under nda and then of course there's oh for ladies meta soccer I'm contacting, trying to f locate the one node in each city that will get a ladies' meta soccer shop in their node. You're going to uh, get a lot of people contacting you right now because you said that. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, roar! <laughs> we have a few openings left, um, but it's filling up. And, um, you know, then we've got Knightsbridge Belgravia node in London, which is the huge collaboration of like everyone in Upland almost and uh, Creedmoor Hub and Ida Monero in Rio de Janeiro. Two of my nodes um, that I'm leader of and just there's and then Upex World. There's so much. There's yeah. TML's great. I love I loved hanging out with him in Vegas. That was so awesome. You guys it was so fun. Yeah. A live stream for the 1111 gallery. Yes. I'm there the eating suite. my freaking donut <laughs> right behind him. <laughs> yes. Well, October is going to be here before we know it. So is there anything particular you've got moving and shaking in the lead up to that? Um, yes. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. It's time for us to start ramping up for the annual uh, Creedmoor Halloween race spectacular charity event last year we raised over five thousand dollars for the child mind institute yeah and uh we'll do it again this year so have that you is submitted a an official speedway track for that as well are you hoping to get that in uh creedmoor has submitted a speedway metaventure application mm -hmm. um, but that's separate and distinct from the layer two racetrack for the halloween Creedmoor Halloween mm, race spectacular. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, we can get things like the the cafe MetaVenture approved in that area, the speedway. That there's so much going on. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like I don't know how how do you keep track of it all? I know Cheese is famous for whiteboards. I've got a shitty old notebook. Um, how do you keep track <laughs> of all of these pies? Gosh, I have several notebooks and torn out pages everywhere, which actually is a bad system. Yeah. The best system that I have is that whenever there's something that needs my future attention, like, you, you know how your Discord is just full of stuff and yeah. you don't want to forget? I take a screenshot and I let it float over to my desktop and I label yeah. it. And so then I go through screenshots on my desktop to remind me of what I need to go back to. Nice. Might I recommend <laughs> um, oh, whiteboards and then markers, like I'm yellow, like a yellowish green, Ben's a blue, and then everything that's not that important is in black. So mm -hmm. it's like I can get to that secondary, but if it's like has to do with like certain things for me and for Ben, I'll focus on those first and then they're everywhere. So like, no matter where I turn, I'm like, ah, all right. Like, oh, there's one over there. Yeah. <laughs> She's surrounded by them. <laughs> if there's not an earthquake, you're going to be crushed by whiteboards. That's a great <laughs> idea. Great <Yeah>. system. <laughs> and yeah, I'll I, have I've... the ink from the marker on my face. I'll have to read yeah. it in the mirror. <laughs> Half eaten by feral cats. Oh, they need yes. to eat. Yes. Yeah, I, I've tried to get out of the habit of, because typically I do upland related stuff in the hour before I go to work. And I've tried to get out of the habit of, because you get the notifications, like the little red icon. I've tried to get out of the habit of clicking on that unless I can actually focus and reply to what that is, because exactly. I'll click on something, read it. It's important. But then by the time I've got through the entirety of the day and the kids are in bed, I've completely forgotten about it. You know so, what I just exactly. found out? Yeah. yeah. You can mark them as unread. You can? Yes, I what? just found this out. Like how? Like right before I went to Genesis Week. So really? after you go, yes, after you go to read it, you right click and you could say mark as unread. Oh, oh I don't, I don't do it there. on. I wonder if I can do that on mobile. Let me check. You might. That, it might be that's like a, a game box. changer. If yeah. So. Uh, mark unread. There it is. Oh, sweet. Just blown my mind, Cheese. Yeah, just I blew my, my mind. own mind. <laughs> that's that's perfect. I can read it if it's not important. I don't have to do it if it's important. I can mark it as unread. Wow. That is right. such great information because I do the same as Ben. I yeah. I avoid opening I used messages. To do that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it, cool. it does mean that you're sometimes late to reply to things, but at least you eventually do reply to things. So don't slip through the cracks. Sometimes right. you read it by mistake and you're like, oh, like, how am I supposed to get back to this? You know? Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Yes. Exactly. All right. Well, I know you're a bit under the weather and you've got a lot going on <coughs> today, so we won't hold you for too much longer. Is there anything else you'd want to say or do before we get you out of oh no i will say also um thank you for getting involved in covering while i was away in japan um and for being willing to appear on this show shit i think it must have been on three or four times now i think <laughs> the regular yeah. thank yes. you for having me um i love coming on your show and i love your support and um i want to thank everybody that voted for me because i just can't believe that i got that award and um thank you just everyone for being wonderful 
Well and, deserved. Uh, yeah. well Thank deserved. you. Setting the bar high, and we appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chase, over <laughs> you. Last words? Last words. Um, as I told you in Vegas, I am grateful to know you. I'm grateful that you came up to me the last Genesis week last year and just kind of hugged me and I was like who are you (laughs) (laughs) and I loved it I loved it like I'm I like that kind of stuff and I'm like you know I got to keep an eye on her she she has a lot of energy she's and I think the fact that you like me wanted to be a part of everything and wanted to bring everybody together that's what brought us together and I'm so grateful for you I, I I love that you're in my life I love that you're in Upland and I just can't wait to see what else we do together. Me too, Cheese. I love you, Cheese. Aww, love you too, Ben. <laughs> I don't. All right. And with that, shall I take us out of here? Do it. Stay fresh, you cheesy bags. Go ahead, get the pick you up. Talk about cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get the pick you up. Go ahead, get the pick you up. Go ahead, get the pick you up. outdoor decor but you got no freaking idea where to go now come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Decor for all your outdoor decor needs got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse do you Delete that. I'm still not ready. Sorry. Get yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We've got saunas to fire you up, an ice bath to chew you the fudge out. Literally stock coming out of our ears. Grills, swings, seating and more. So much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz and we could probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Liggety Split and gorge yourself on outdoor decor.